0: Good morning, everyone. Jim Laird here, live from somewhere near Clearwater, Dunedin, Florida. Beautiful morning, as always. Uh, I think since we started doing the show, uh, there's only been like three or four times where it hasn't been a, a beautiful morning, which is uh, which is pretty pretty awesome. One of the reasons I'm here in Florida is because this time of year uh, in Kentucky, where I was where I lived for the last you know 20 years, it starts to get dark and yucky and gray and stuff and i just that's just i just don't want to don't want to live like that so that's why i'm continuously sliding south so hope you're doing well today tomorrow we have our our webinar tonight there's going to be email going out uh with a link to that webinar it's basically going to be on detox and and how that relates to blood pressure detox uh, secrets so to speak uh, how to detox how to get yourself uh get heavy metals out all that good stuff with some very practical ways to do that uh, that's one of dr stillman's favorite topics we'll be doing that tomorrow at uh at 10 a.m eastern in order to get in on that webinar you have to be on our email list so go to stillmanwellness.com the pop-up comes up five biggest health mistakes put your email in there get on that email list every week we're doing a new Webinar that goes into our Fundamentals of Wellness course mastermind group that has a a wellness or wellness secrets in there where we add literally every week we're doing a new webinar and you can help drive that the topic on that if you like. Um, So uh, it's pretty cool. We also just launched a daily accountability app in the uh, Fundamentals of Wellness. Also that comes as part of our medical services as well. So we can check on you every single day. You basically will get a survey or a checklist of things you need to do daily. So we can keep tabs with you and make sure that you're doing the things that you need. Cause really in the end, um, the big thing is getting a plan that is basically tailored to you. And what I've learned in the last 25 years of doing this is a lot of people are doing things that think they basically are going to get them to where their goals what they want one most people don't know what they want and two a lot of the activities that people are doing are actually holding them back from getting what they really truly want which is basically look good feel good be healthy and many times a lot of the activities they are doing to get themselves there are actually holding them back so the only way to figure that out is to basically interact talk ask questions experiment Come up with a plan and then actually execute the plan. To steal a, a phrase from Stan Efforting, compliance is science. The compliance is the science. If you don't actually do what you're supposed to do, you're probably not going to get results. And that's why most people fail is they overcomplicate things. They do too many things. They don't do enough of the the real foundational things. And that's what our mastermind group is about to surprise. Su- su- to supply, give you the support group you need and the consistency you need to develop these fundamental habits that you can fall back on uh, for the rest of your life. These are things you need to be doing daily. They're not complicated, but most people just don't do them. So uh, get on our email list, get up, get the free webinars. Uh, of course, you, when you go to stillmanwellness.com, if you want to check out the Fundamentals of Wellness Mastermind group, you can click on that and get in on that group if you like. I had a QA or a call last, mastermind call last night. It was great. We had about 10 people on the call. Fantastic. Wonderful group of people. We have those recorded. You can go back and listen to them um, later on. If you can't make the live calls, you can always send an email uh, and we will address your questions. So, light at night, is it really a big deal? And people are like, well, you know, come on, it's, it's really not that big a deal. Well, it really is. If you dive in, if you type in light at night effects on mammals or humans, one, night shift is a killer. I mean, it takes, they say it takes 10 to 15 years off your life. Like that's, that's just straight cold facts, right? So, you know, getting the lights off at night uh, you I think circadian rhythm is one of the most overlooked things. And if you look at the research, if you look at, you know, just common sense, if you look at what happens when you put streetlights in, uh, in neighborhoods, what happens to the animals, the insects, their health just declines. <clears throat> so when you destroy someone's sleep, everything, the wheels just come off the wagon. So really, you know, getting that morning sun is super important. Uh, getting the the natural light in your eyes to get your system kick-started and then getting the lights off at night so that you down regulate the system you 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 get the melatonin rolling and you get that sleep you know if you don't if you don't adhere to that and and it's really interesting if you type in circadian rhythm and breast cancer you're going to find all sorts of fun things that show a strong connection between circadian rhythm and breast cancer, but you don't ever hear the media talking about circadian rhythm and heart disease, circadian rhythm and dementia. And everything in our world is basically set up to live this very long extended sunlight period, but it's not really sunlight. It's just blue, right? It it doesn't have the full spectrum of the sun. And so people are are staying up till 11, 12, 2 o'clock in the morning, scrolling through their phone, watching, you know, TikTok, you know, whatever they're doing, scrolling through YouTube. And it's destroying their sleep and their circadian rhythm. And, and that is just an absolute, it's it's a wrecking ball. So I, I for me, I mean, what I do is as soon as the sun goes down, the blue blockers go on. Um, you know, the screens go red. I try to get my screen off. I get, try to get all my work done by nine. Um, you know, I literally very rarely turn the overhead lights on. I have a red light I put on in the background that I face towards the wall. So I can see I've got red light, night lights that I have like in the bathroom and stuff. So if I have to get up in the middle of the night, I can actually see, um, I block out as much light as I can in the evenings. Um, when I do go out, if I have to go to a store or something, I put my blue blockers on. If I don't, my eyes hurt. It used to be the opposite. You know, I used to, my eyes, the sun used to hurt my eyes because I spent so much time indoors and then I wore sunglasses when I was, um, you know, outside. And so my eyes literally watered anytime I saw the sun. And now literally I spend so much time outside <clears throat> that I, I literally can drive directly into the sun and not have to put the visor down. Like, cause I just... I can handle the bright light. I'm used to it. So I'm the opposite now. And and then I go into the store. If I go into Publix or Wally, Wally Mart or wherever and the, you know, whole paycheck or Trader Joe's say, I have to go at like eight or nine o'clock. If I don't have my blue blockers on my eyes, literally hurt. Um, because I'm my, my eyes just do not like fake light. So I'm the complete opposite now. Um, yeah, red a red light bulb is better. Um, obviously any, Geneva beach is just a red light bulb. Um, any, a red, a red light is going to be better. Um, even a red led, as long as it's like dim, it's not like full blast, even a, like a red light panel. If you like stare at it really late at night, um, it's gonna it's gonna mess your circadian rhythm up a little bit. That's why I take my red light panel and I kind of turn it to the side so that it illuminates the room, but it's not I'm not staring at it. So any bright light at night, even if it's red, is gonna mess you up. But what I would do is make sure that you're using like like a, a warm bulb, an incandescent or red light in a lamp that's low, or you don't wanna have like bright lights over over head, like we would go like if I had to say I had to cook and and like the house we were living in was extremely dark and even an hour before the sun went down it would be dark in our kitchen you could barely see and I would put the light on the microwave which we never used the microwave but the microwave was up top of the stove I'd put the light on so it was down and I wasn't getting direct bright light in my eyes so um, lamps there if you go on Amazon you can google like you know, n- night light, um, nighttime light bulbs. They've got warmer bulbs that don't, that aren't blasting, you know, bright blue light. It's gonna make a, it's gonna make a big difference. So I just don't, don't put, oh, you're welcome, my pleasure. I, I just don't put uh, like really bright LEDs and things like that on uh, above my head. Um, you know, obviously, you know, if you're somebody who's like 80 years old and can barely walk and see, um, you obviously need, I'd rather have you turn the light on than fall and break your hip. You know, so we need some common sense here. You, you don't want to be walking around in the dark and trip and hurt yourself. So you want to light it up enough so that you can see where you're going, but definitely reds are going to be a lot better than, than, than bright LEDs, you know, evening, evening, warmer tone, warmer tones, you know, especially if you have a house where you can adjust the the light setting and and roll it way back, you know, candlelight's ideal too, but then you got to worry about. You know, starting a fire in your in your kitchen. Um, uh, when should one Geneva asked, When should one use blue light glasses? As soon as the sun goes down, I put mine on if I have to be around fake lights. So if I go to the store, it's after, it's after you know sun sunset. I put the blue light glasses on. I don't use them when I'm driving, obviously, because you know I don't want to fall asleep. I want to be able to see the street lights as well. A good pair of blue blocking glasses is going to mess up the street lights. If you've got blue blocking glasses and you can see the street lights well um, then they're not real blue blocking glasses i have some ones that are tinted for like computer screen use during the day uh, that i will that if i'm indoors i'll wear them to take the edge off so my eyes don't hurt as much if i have to do screen work which is very rare um i will wear those when i go out to dinner so i don't look like an alien uh you know with the with the really bright dark red orange lenses. Uh, I'll wear these yellow tinted lenses instead if I go out to a nice restaurant or something. And most nice restaurants uh, are going to have a dimmer, like a dimmer ambiance anyways. Most places aren't going to be all lit up. Most really nice restaurants are going to have more of a, a warmer type feel. So that that's good. That's an advantage there. But uh, as soon as, you know, if you have to, say if you live in a house where you know, your spouse is not into this kind of stuff and, and looks at you like you're trying to change the light bulbs and looks at you like you're a lunatic, um, then you definitely would just put the blue blocking glasses on and then just try and avoid the overhead lights and use more lamps. That would be a workaround with that. Um, and then when you start sleeping better and and your spouse sees how much better you're feeling and doing, they go, well, what? why do you wear those things? And you can go, well, hey, you can watch these guys. They'll They'll educate you on light. Um, And that way you're not nagging them because I've seen that a lot in my, in my career where one, one member of the the team, so to speak, gets into this stuff and the other member rolls their eyes and like kind of scoffs at it. And then the best thing you can do in that situation is just lead by example and don't nag and just do your thing. And, and, and hopefully the other person comes around um, the last thing you, you need to do is, is, is basically, uh, try and nag them into taking care of themselves. They have to own that for themselves. And I know that's very frustrating. Um, I personally just, it's a really good way for me when I go out on dates, uh, to eliminate people quickly. If I pull my blue blockers out and they get all weird and they don't, they're like, what, what's that? And that's ridiculous. Then it's like, well, fast, you know, next, you know, kind of thing. So that that's something that if somebody doesn't buy into my light environment and how I live my life, then they're just not part of my life. But a lot of people don't have that option, but I do. So I definitely, uh, definitely use that as a disqualifier very quickly. So because I want I want somebody on board uh, in my life that makes my life easier, and is uh, is on the same page as me. And if, if not, then hard pass. So That's just me that a lot of people are not in that situation. So if you're in a situation where you're taking care of yourself and your significant other is not, just focus on yourself, lead by example. Hopefully they start asking questions. And then if they start asking questions, you can start pushing them in the direction of somebody like Dr. Stillman and I with the plethora of videos we have where they can start watching that stuff and that way they decide to do it on their own instead of being forced, you know, things usually don't work by force very often. So uh, let's see here, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, like the guy husband who doesn't love vegetables calls vegetables rabbit food. And, and there is some, there is some truth to that. Um, you know, vegetables are a condiment. I don't think they're a staple, but definitely most people need to eat some, some form of vegetables, uh, you know, spinach, mixing it in with your beef and stuff like that. But vegetables have been blown way out of proportion, in my my opinion. Obviously, if you're in nature and it's a survival situation, you're gonna go for the meat first because that's the easiest way to get calories in nature. Vegetables are important. We need vegetables. We're omnivores, but we flipped it upside down. We 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 tell people that the vegetables are are more important, but the protein and the good high quality fats are are really the the foundation of of the. Uh, of the diet the vegetables are more like a condiment so um hey and but uh you know if he's eating high quality meats and things like that that's great so you know but yes there's a lot of a lot of men out there that scoff at vegetables and we 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 educate them and get them eating you know mixing things like spinach and peppers and things like that into their food um so we, we start with people where they're at and then we kind of try and educate them and, and get them going in the right direction but if uh if your husband's scoffing at vegetables is the biggest concern you have you're you're doing pretty good because there's uh, definitely people with a lot bigger concerns than that <laughs> but i understand relationships are tough the, the dynamics are tough and when you're when you're part of a, a team um it's uh it's always interesting when two people are kind of on different paths and that's why it's so important to have people in your life that are kind of on the same path you are it makes life a lot a lot easier so yes so uh, do everything you possibly can to protect your eyes at night and your skin too you know so uh, i i basically you know steal a, a phrase from dr jack cruz it's, it's kind of the opposite it, it, pretty much everything in this world right now Whatever the, op- whatever the mainstream narrative is, you pretty much wanna do the opposite, right? So they're telling you when you go outside, you need to be covered head to toe, uh, protect your skin, protect your eyes from the sun, the natural light that we've evol- evolved with or been created with whatever you believe for how many years, uh, you know, people will argue about that. But photos, the photosynthetic cycle and the sun basically drives every organism on earth without the sun, we, we would not exist. And so it's the opposite. You want to get as much skin in the game as you can. Obviously, if you haven't had any sun exposure in years, you don't want to go from zero to like 20 minutes or 30 minutes, an hour in one day, you want to start with the morning light. minder is a great way to build your solar callus. You start with the morning light, you build your callus, but you want to get more skin in the game with natural light and you want to protect your skin from artificial light because your skin is a second eye. So your eyes and your skin, the the skin, all, especially people that are blind, the skin will act as an eye, you know, to, to, to see what, you know, what, what time of day it is, what hormones to produce. So the skin gives that same information to your brain and your body. And so you want to make sure that you're giving your body the right biological signal. And so when you're indoors, like say you're working in front of the computer, I would I would cover up as much as you can. I mean, obviously you don't have to be crazy and wear like a you know wear like a uh, balaclava or something like that. But I would definitely cover up as much skin as you can when you're in front of a screen inside. And then I would get as much skin in the game as you can when you're under natural light. Build that solar callus, get that melanin, build get a tan. These things are all super super helpful and protective. Um, it's a positive stress if you expose yourself in a rational way. Um, we've been, you know, basically told the sun is is the great, you know, evil. Um, so definitely, definitely do the opposite of what you've been told. So get as much skin in the game as you can. Cover yourself up as much as you possibly can. If you have to be in front of a screen indoors, uh, put a red light on in the background. You know, or crack a window, get some natural light in there. The more natural light you have in your life, the better, the less fake light you have in your life, the better, but don't, you know, I try not to, if I go out to somewhere and I have to be exposed to light, I spend so much time outside. If I have to spend a day or two indoors, I know that I'm resilient enough to handle it. So we don't want to create this like psychological stress because oh my gosh I've been under blue light for 2 hours I'm going to you know it's destroying my my redox and you know you might be in a bad place where you you are in a place where you need to really take care of that but once you get yourself in a good place you have the resiliency and the flexibility to 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 handle different environments and that's why we're so um So strong on the basics and the fundamentals, and having habits every day so you can build resiliency. So, if you do have to uh, have a bad night or two, or say you have to have a bad meal or two, it doesn't totally derail you because you have enough resilience. Your stress bathtub is empty enough to handle, you know, cruddy food or a bad, you know, bad night's sleep or whatever. Your bathtub isn't so full that if you have a stressor, it doesn't spill over and flood out the entire kitchen. And, and flood down into the basement and and you have to you know get everything uh, repaired. We want resilience and that's why we we stress the fundamentals because that's what builds resiliency. That's what builds capacity. so that if you have exposures to these different things, um, most people are just so exhausted, so stressed out, they're so broken, their circadian rhythm is broken, their sleep is terrible. and they have one little or you know one or two extra little exposures to something and it spills the bathtub over. So we want you to have resiliency, we want you to have capacity to handle a lot of these different things that are very difficult to avoid in our modern world. So, yeah, Geneva, the the skin is a second eye, you know, I learned that from from Dr. Jack Cruz. And um, it's a it's very interesting way of thinking about things. And one of the things that 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 always kind of fascinates me is like, you know, people look at plants. And or or an animal, for example. Um, if you look at a plant and, and the plant is not doing very well, we don't blame the plant, we blame the environment the plant is in. So the plant's either getting too much sun, not enough sun, too much water, not enough water. You know, if the cactus is not doing well, it's maybe getting too much water. Uh, you know, if the tropical plant is not doing well, it's maybe not getting enough water, it's not humid enough, you know. So the environment we all have, and people with lighter skin, um, people with lighter skin need less sun than people with darker skin. So a lot of people don't realize a lot of these really dark skinned people that are living at Northern latitudes are are in a a lot of trouble because even if they stood outside naked uh, at noon, they still wouldn't get enough sunlight because they're designed to be closer to the equator. That's just how they're set up. And a lot of people don't talk about that. Right. James asks, how many hours of sleep do you try and get every night? Well, I try to get to bed by 9, 30, 10, 10, 30 at the latest, and I get up with the sunrise. So I'm shooting for 7 to 8. I just do the best I can. I don't really obsess over getting a particular amount of hours. Uh, I just try and I try and get to bed a couple hours after the sun goes down and wind down. I really focus on my quality of my sleep as opposed to the quantity. But generally, if I get six and a half plus, usually seven to eight is usually my, my good number where I feel good. I wake up refreshed. Um, you definitely, if you start getting down into like five hours, you know, six, below six hours, um, you know, as you get older, you don't need to sleep as much, but, um, you know, I really try and spend as much time winding down and as much time as possible. And I can definitely tell when I need more sleep, I try to wake up without an alarm. And sometimes I'll sleep in a little later, but generally I'm up with the sunrise, just kind of instinctually because I'm—I put myself outside so much, I'm so in tune with the sun that I pretty much get up when the sun comes up. And I tend to j- naturally get tired, particularly when I block blue light at night and I don't put on blue light. I generally am really tired and ready to go to sleep. Um, generally, 9, 30, 10 o'clock now. In the winter time, I sleep a little bit more. In the summer, I sleep a little bit less. But um, Generally, I try to shoot for seven or more, but, you know, obviously teenagers, uh, young kids, they need to sleep a lot because they're growing, right? So that that's something our modern world is, is really disrupted kids' sleep, and it's so important for brain development, so important for health in general, and our modern world with all the technology has kind of robbed uh, the younger generation of, the, of that long, deep sleep, you know, and then you start to get into stuff like Wi-Fi and It it really starts getting a little crazy uh, with that kind of stuff and and how much uh, is being beamed. Most people don't realize Wi-Fi is light that you can't see, which affects your biology. How much it affects your biology, you know, people will argue that. But definitely, if you have a Wi-Fi router in your house, I would definitely unplug that at night so that you can get a much better, much better sleep. So, but that's generally my answer on that. If you're watching, please give us a like helps us out on the algorithm but you know when it comes down to it control the things you can control and do the best you can to get outside as much as you can protect your eyes at night uh, protect your skin at night uh, particularly uh, I, I don't i don't think there's there's really much value in wearing blue blockers during the day you need blue light in your eyes during the day uh, but obviously if you're in an office you know, if I was working in an office, I would wear really light tinted uh, I would also turn my screen slightly red so it wasn't so bright. You might want to wear something just to keep your eyes from hurting, but particularly the blue blockers for sure, once the sun goes down, you need to put those on. I don't think you need to wear them around indoors if you're taking sun breaks during the day, that's enough to you know you're taking a fifteen ten to fifteen minute sun break every couple hours. That's enough to kind of offset a lot of that. Uh, um, negativity from the, from the artificial light during the day, but try and get outside. You know, everyone else takes smoke breaks. You take a sun break, get outside, you know, open your windows in your office. If you can, if you can do what I do, which is do all my work outside on a patio. Uh, if you work virtually, you know, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to do most of your computer work outside, which makes a huge difference in how you feel uh take movement breaks throughout the day you know keep it pretty pretty simple and and uh you'll find you'll feel much better so get on our email list so you can tune into our webinar tomorrow on detoxification uh we have a webinar every week we do thursday at 10 a.m eastern thank you for the like by the way um and we send those emails out monday and wednesday nights so let us know if you have anything you'd like us to cover on these lives always looking for new material new questions I try and get the, uh, the the questions up ahead of time if you go to our YouTube channels you can see I think I scheduled the next weeks where the lives feel free to comment on those ask questions uh, provide feedback let us know what uh, we can do to help you guys out and uh, make sure you get outside today take the time to get outside take the time to sit quietly and uh, keep it simple and um, control what you can control Have a great day. Don't forget to get outside.